Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. With me, as always, is our incredible co-host, the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark on Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, great to be here, Seth. Thank you. It's a great, sunny uh, day in Florida. It is a snowy day in Buffalo, so okay. my kids are disappointed. They're going back to school for the first time in like three days. Oh, wow. All right. With us today is our very special guest, Fred Katz of Rush Tax Resolution. Fred, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. We are happy to have you. Um, Fred simply makes the IRS go away. Um, he gets it. He sets it up so that we as business owners pay a whole lot less in taxes uh, sometimes paying pennies on the dollar, um, sometimes making our lives much easier, much less stressful. Um, he's been seen on CNN, CNBC, MSNBC, Fox, and my favorite ESPN. Uh, maybe he's saving some athletes some money on taxes. Fred, thank you so much for joining us. Terrific. Thank you. Seth, uh, you and I have a mutual friend. That's how you and I first uh, crossed paths. And he's actually been on your, your show before. Michael Rosbrook is one of my gurus. And, um, you know, this is an honor to be on your show, and I'm hoping that I can help other entrepreneurs that are trying to get off the ground. And, and the last thing you want, somebody starting a business is saying they can't do it because they have the IRS over their head. Hmm. I help a lot of business owners that get into trouble, especially at the beginning, because you know, a lot's going into R&D, into marketing, there's trial and error. All of a sudden, they're behind the eight ball with the IRS, and they feel stuck. They don't know what to do. So it's, it's, it's one of the greatest uh, pleasures that I have is helping somebody that is trying to, to launch a business or has a business trying to grow, but kind of feels handcuffed because the IRS is knocking on the door. So Fred, one question. So obviously there, there's some type of usually distress involved in, in this kind of a situation um, where there's money that's due, past due, whatever it might be. Um, and then you take, you negotiate as the third party, right? It is, you know, do you have to have some kind of a legal status to be able to do that with the IRS or how does that work? How does the, does the IRS recognize your involvement? Yes, absolutely. Great question. So this is where people need to be careful. There's a lot of other firms out there for saying it nicely that you're calling in and speaking to boiler room type people, salespeople that are not trained, that are not licensed. Yes, it's sales what I do, but we're a service organization. We're helping people that have legitimate problems. I like to always call ourselves kind of like an ER for people in financial distress. I don't help people that call in and say, I don't want to pay taxes because I don't think it's constitutional or I hate the government. We help good people that have legitimate reasons why they fell behind. And I am licensed. I'm, I'm, I'm really the only professional in front of the IRS that's licensed by the U.S. Treasury. It's called an enrolled agent. 
So that's what I am. I'm licensed by the U.S. Treasury. At my firm, I have attorneys. I have CPAs. I have tax preparers. Uh, but personally, what I am is a, a licensed enrolled agent by the U.S. Treasury. Gotcha. So, so now, it, it, you know, I've never been through this whole process. Uh, so, you know, this, I'm asking questions like as a consumer would, would ask, like a business person. So if, if you had some distress, but, does, you know, if, if you're on your way to recovery and you've got assets, can you still negotiate or does the IRS want to liquidate everything you've got before they're going to even talk about negotiating? The more assets you have to protect, the more you probably need me. You, you want to control your cash flow. You have rights. People are scared to death of the IRS. Everything is negotiable. I, uh, I spoke at one of, we mentioned Michael Rosbrook at one of his last meetings, and I brought in an actual transcript of a conversation I had with a revenue officer at the IRS where revenue officer said no to me five, six times until we finally worked out an agreement. So, you know, the IRS can come in and say, you know, you need to liquidate this. We're going to go after this. We're going to go after that. Everything's negotiable. If you can always set up a reasonable plan, as long as it makes sense, start to finish of how you're going to get from point A to point B. And, you know, when I start something, we just don't give up until we get there. Um, an interesting thing is give you a good example because of your background. I'm actually helping somebody that's already gone through first few stages of getting on Shark Tank. Right. And what's holding him up is he had a prior business partner. Things went sour for no, no, not his fault, but you know, in the course of business, there was a partner that did things wrong. And what's stopping him from being on the show is he's got to get his books in order. Right. You know, he's scared to have a bank account because he thinks the IRS is going to grab it. He can't really do things the right way until he cleans up his old issue. So I, I absolutely love cases like that. This guy has an unbelievable product. He's just going to tear it up on, on wherever he goes. Um, but he needs to, to fix up an old problem that was not his fault. It's a, it's a payroll tax issue and a sales tax issue, but things went wrong. He had a, 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 a dishonest partner yeah. and where I can step in and, and, and he legitimately needs help. And it's really exciting to help somebody like that and then see how it's going to take off after. Fantastic. I, did, I mean, there are so many in, accountants and tax preparing firms all over the country. Um, how did you get to the point where you're um, getting such great results negotiating with the IRS, which you said, I mean, so many of us are scared up. I, I, I love to negotiate and I love to stick up for people's rights. People are scared to death of this big, huge thing called the IRS. And, and people at the IRS abuse their power every single day. They, they, they act like they're God, unfortunately, and they come in, scare the hell out of people. And people have rights, but people don't know their rights. It's, it's crazy. Who the hell is going to read thousands and thousands of IRS pages that are, are you got to be a rocket scientist to just get through the first few pages. It's not user-friendly. It's impossible for people to do a lot of the things that I do on, on, on my own. They don't know their rights. They don't know how to navigate the system. And it's not, it's not a fair system. This is, it's still America. People don't even know that what's in their file. It's, it's, you know, we don't live in, in, in 1930s, 1940s, you know, for lack of a better place to say Germany. You know, we have a, we have a right to know what's in our file. We have a right to stick up for, for wanting to own a business, to wanting to grow, to wanting to protect our family. Um, 
people need somebody in there to really go in and fight for them. And a lot of CPAs are scared to death to do this because they don't want to go up against the IRS. They're scared the IRS is going to backlash on them and start auditing all their clients. The last yeah. thing they want to do is get into a battle with the IRS. I, I live for that. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Uh, a lot of attorneys are terrific at what they do, but they could be a bankruptcy attorney that's terrific at credit card debt, hospital debt, anything else. But when it comes to the IRS, they don't want to deal with it because it's so time consuming and uh, they're scared they're going to get in trouble for their own books. Um, I don't have that relationship. My only job is to represent the business owner, represent the taxpayer, and work out something that is fair and reasonable. That's my only job. So, so Fred, in terms of the opportunity for the listeners out there right now, one is obviously what we're focused on so far is discussing the, if anyone out there has any kind of IRS issue, you seem to be a good resource for them to go to, if, you know, because you're one of, as you mentioned, maybe the only licensed person with the treasury that can actually speak on their behalf in, in this regard. But are, are there any other maybe opportunities for any of our listeners? Like do you use affiliates or anything like that where anyone listening that might be able to refer you business or, you know, um, is, do, you, do you have any income opportunity uh, situations for people out there that might may not have an IRS problem, but they may know somebody that does. Absolutely. So we have a lot of referrals, a lot of, for example, in the real estate business, the last thing you want to do is work on this great deal. You've represented your clients and at the last minute, you're ready to close the transaction. Title report comes up with tax liens on it. We just did a huge case in the New York area, uh, same exact thing. Somebody actually in, in, uh, inherited some property and then they were trying to close it at the last second, tax lien showed up. So we helped the real estate agent get through that. We helped their client navigate through that. We got the tax liens released. The real estate agent is thrilled, was able to close their transaction. The buyers, the sellers, it worked out for everybody. Um, we help a lot of CPA firms that have clients that get into trouble. And again, they don't want the case. They don't want to go up against the IRS. So they refer their clients to us. And, and just on the individual, just like I mentioned, this person that is going on, on Shark Tank and he's going on Home Shopping Network and some other places, he has to fix his books before he can do it. So um, a lot of people refer clients to me that it's, they want to separate themselves from the business transaction they're doing and have somebody else take care of, of this aspect of it. We right. also have a separate division, and, and I, I haven't had a chance to really delve into this with Seth too much, but we have a separate division called Entertainment Tax Relief, and I, and I help a lot of high-end people. We have entertainers, we have athletes, people that get you know, very large checks from time to time, um, but it's not steady income, and they tend to get into trouble with large 1099s, taxes aren't taken out, surprises come up, they get behind, it's impossible to catch up. So we have a whole separate division where people are primarily interested in their privacy. They want to know they can speak to me. Nobody's going to know about it. Their privacy is protected and I can navigate larger cases that maybe other people aren't really trained to do. So sure, if you got someone who just got paid $10 million for a movie and they get a check for 10 million, they may not, if they don't have the right management, they may not withhold $5 million. They may go blow it on a house. 
uh, in Malibu, and then a year later, all of a sudden, find out you owe five million dollars to the IRS, and now they're not in a movie, and they don't have the money. Exactly. And I was having an exact same case like that. <laughs> hey, I did not know that. There's one difference. The management will always take their cut off the top before the 10 million gets uh, distributed. Okay. Exactly. Trust me on that one. It's going to be like 8.5 million. It's going to go <laughs> to the talent or even less maybe. But that, that's the problem too, by the way. They, you know, you hear the number 10 million. That's what the gross income is. And they owe for million plus or whatever on on that but a million and a half or two million goes to management they got another half a million that goes to a lawyer and then you know all of you know boom it's it you know it, it it's not such a um, a net 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 world out there and hey there's been a lot of cases wesley snipes i think was one of the guys that got himself into some battles and i mean i you know i mean it's no secret i mean mike tyson made hundreds of millions of dollars and ended up running running through most of it and and some of these guys end up at the end of the day owing tens of millions of dollars in tax still. It's a, you know, so it's definitely, I, there's a great niche there for you. What is the, the sweet spot, Fred, for your business? Is, you know, is, it, um, in terms of, is there like an average size debt that you focus on? I mean, you got the entertainment division. That's kind of, you know, s small probably in terms of opportunity, but, you know, also lucrative for you. But is is the sweet spot a 30 40 50 grand debt a hundred grand debt type of thing is that kind of an average situation you deal with you know i tell you and it sounds corny but what what makes this job interesting to me is no two calls are the same no two clients are the same i've helped people that owe as little as five ten thousand dollars and just need some guidance and need some help i've helped people that owe millions of dollars so you know, the, the average person that calls me is somebody that is a business owner, gets 1099s, has payroll issues, maybe they're a contractor, self-employed, just started a business, trucker, you know, any people that have 1099s or are business owners are my number one client. People that have regular W-2 taxes being taken out all the time typically don't have the larger problems. So my, my, my average client is somebody that's a, a self-employed 1099 business owner. Um, typically they haven't filed for three, four, five years. Many times they had a perfect five, 10, 15, 20 year record. One thing happens, you get behind one year and then it just snowballs. It's hard to catch up. So they don't file the next year because they said, oh, I owed for last year. And then they don't file the third year because, uh-oh, what do I do about the other years? So. Yeah. My typical client, like I said, you know, they haven't filed three, four, five years. They typically owe 50 grand or more. They're usually self-employed, 1099. That, that's kind of my typical, but gotcha. I hear every story in the world here. You, you'd be surprised. Yeah. One of the things uh, we like to do in, in our podcast is to d dive into some of the entrepreneurial aspects um, that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So, um, for example, obviously you've got a track record, you've been doing this, you probably, there's word of mouth, but what are your marketing uh, techniques and what types of marketing are you using? You know, you got, in my world, I'm, I've, I've been involved in old media, TV, radio, newspaper. I'm morphing into some digital things now. We're, we're actually more focused in a digital environment uh, more, more than ever now. So wh where is, What's the sweet spot for you on, on building your business? Do you have a marketing budget? Yeah, it's, it's unfortunately, we do unbelievable work here at my office. I have an unbelievable staff, but it's all good and, 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 and done for if people don't know you exist. 
Right. So you have to market. You have to market nonstop. Um, there's, 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 I have a couple of gurus that I go to. I'm a member of a mastermind group. Um, but what I did recently that's really worked the best is I wanted to sound different than other companies. There's so many companies out there that you hear about. So I went to one of the largest radio stations here in Los Angeles that does news, KNX 1070. For people that are in Los Angeles, we'll, we'll know about them. It's a, a CBS radio station, AM 1070. Right. And I wanted them to know that we're different. So we had one of the, 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 the broadcasters actually come out, meet with us, see our books, see our testimonials, see our Better Business Bureau. We've never had one negative complaint in the history of our company. Great. In this, in this industry, that's next to impossible. People call you, they're frantic, they blame the world. Um, it's very easy to get people upset. We've never had one negative. So I had this radio station come meet with me look at our results, now they go on their station that we're, we're on, and they can personally speak about us, that they've met us, they know us, we're the ones to trust, this is why, and that's generated a huge amount of volume of, of, of listenership for us by doing that. And the goal is, I've done that in New York as well, um, so the goal is to branch it out to more people, but to be different, I, I need to have somebody at those stations again, really know what I'm about, you know, see our record, why we're different, why they should feel confident and proud to be on their radio station recommending a company that's going to help their listeners. So that, is that like a, um, a DJ-sponsored kind of promotional thing, short form, like 30-second, 60-second spots? So I'm a big believer in the 60-second spots. Um, I, I, I try not to do 30s. Um, even 60 seconds, it's hard to get my message across. But um, yeah, one of the people that broadcasts on KNX does it in her own voice because she's met us. So she talks about her experience with us and we're on several times a day and, you know, mentions actual cases. This week, she's talking about a case of somebody that owed well over a million dollars and we settled the whole case for five grand. And she's talking about another client that owed 90,000 and we just settled for a hundred bucks. So these are actual cases that she's seen the results of. So she can go on the air and it's very convincing when it's in her voice. She knows they're real. Other client, other people out there listening to the show say, hey, maybe they can help me. So yeah. that, that's been a great source. We do other marketing, you know, on the Internet, the AdWords and everything we, we can. But um, we're fairly, you know, new still startup ourselves and this division. So we're still still growing that aspect of it. It looks like we had a little blackout here. I'm sorry. I'm my office. Your lights are down. So, motion detector. Hey, so the, uh, I, I, I got to ask you this because I, I, I've been involved in, you know, I, when I was back in the early 80s, I was seeing all these 60-second spots, and I said, let me have 30 minutes, and I can really tell a story and pitch it. And so I know, um, it's funny, a friend of mine just this week emailed me. He's buying an hour a day for four days a week on a local uh, AM station that gets pretty good distribution, and this is going to cost him um, four hundred bucks an hour for um, for uh, four hours, sixteen hundred dollars for the entire week, and he's you know and and he's got to be able to have guests and this and that. It, it, it might be something you might want to check into. LA numbers are probably going to be a little more expensive, but you know that this is the Tampa market where I am. But I, I mean. It also takes a time commitment because if you're going to do an hour a day show, um, you know, you got to program it. You also have confidentiality issues of people that probably don't want to 
you know, talk about all their problems over the radio, but, you know, I can envision almost, uh, you know, like, hey, look, we're hiding the identity of the people talking. But, you know, if you had somebody come on in an, in an interview style show and talk about how they went from a million dollars to five grand, I think, you know, that might be another totally cool lead gen program for you. Oh, absolutely. It's time is an issue with me because it's hard for me to step away from the office right now. But, you know, I'm still in the, also, you know, that that's going to happen. But um, in Los Angeles area, it's extremely expensive. And just with my little experience of doing this is I do much better spending the larger, larger dollars of being on the number one and number two stations. Yeah. When I've spent a whole lot less being on stations that are kind of at the bottom of the ratings, um, I don't have the time to in, in invest in something that, you know, if I'm going to do something, I go all out. Yeah. So if I'm going to do something, I want to be on the top places, the top stations. The money's not the object because the volume of business you're going to bring in is going to, going to, going to, going to take care of it. Yeah. So I'd rather, for me personally, it makes sense to try to go after not to be penny wise and, and, and dollar foolish, I'd rather I, I, I go out where I can reach the largest amount of audience. Yeah. And I'm willing to pay the extra dollars to, to do I'm that. Sure we, I'm sure what you're doing is working. It, it, what the, the one question about something like what I'm discussing is it, it, could it bring a, a different quality of lead to the table for you? You know, right now, you, in, in 60 seconds, people hear it, you know, oh, okay, let me call you know, you get a lot of, you know, get, get some good call volume, hopefully, right. you know, it, in a, in a, in a, one of the things we find in an infomercial, when we can spend a lot of time and we will do an 80% conversion on the calls coming in because we've told the whole story and they're ready to buy, you know, oh, as opposed to just yeah. have these thousands of leads that, you know, whatever, listen, at the end of the day, it's a commitment on your part in any event, but, um, I just, it, all I say is you maybe could probably test it someday to do one hour and give it a, give it a whirl and just see it. it, it it's um, never, you know, it, the, 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 the opportunity is there. And I, and I do know there's 2000 radio stations in the U S they're begging for content. They're begging a lot of these talk radio on AM. They need stuff. So um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to beat a dead horse on it, but, uh, it sounds like you're doing really good with all your existing efforts. And, um, um, you know, it, it's cool to see that you have such a, a, an amazing practice that to have zero better business bureau situations is pretty amazing because you're in a business that probably has a lot of people that would love to, uh, say something bad if they could. So <laughs> no, I appreciate it. You're, 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 you're 100% correct to, if I had the opportunity to, to, to go out there, which is, is definitely on my to-do list to do what you said and be on a show for a length of period of time where you can really explain what I do because it's very difficult in 60 seconds. You're absolutely correct. If I had the opportunity to be on for you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour and really talk about it, it, it will really resonate with people because people feel stuck. They're kind of like an ostrich. They bury their head in the sand. They're like, oh, this is hopeless. I can't do anything. Yeah. And it really does take time to explain the options and for people to feel comfortable listening to me back and forth. It's, it's, I agree with you. That would be a, a great way for me to go and a good way to, to definitely grow the business. Absolutely. Good. Sure. Fred, anything else you want to leave our listeners with? We know your time is incredibly valuable before we let you take off. 
as far as what you guys do and what I do, I think the thing in common is if, if you want to launch a business, you want to grow your business, don't ever let the IRS be the people to slow you down. You, you work too hard. I know what it's like to run a business. The last thing you need is the IRS coming in and grabbing your accounts or threatening you. Don't, you got to stick up to them. It's, it's very difficult to do as a business owner. You're involved in your business. You're, you're scared to death of them and you don't have the time to do it. You know, we, we, we do everything. 90% of what I do up front is, is absolutely free because I'll never take a case if I'm not 100% sure I can help them. So we do everything up front. I run transcripts. I speak to the IRS. Before anybody hires me, I know that I'm going to win that case. I don't have time to work on a case that's not going to prevail. So that's kind of why I don't have any complaints. I do the hard work up front. And the, before somebody hires me, I, they already have the strategy. They know exactly where we're going. And I already know how it's going to come out. I know what's possible and what's not possible. So like the example that I gave you, this person that wants to be on Shark Tank, don't not go on Shark Tank because you're scared of the IRS. I mean, come on now. You know, yeah. you have a great product. Don't let the IRS hold you back. Um, I'm working with a medical company right now that just came out with this incredible, what I think is a life-saving device. Um, but got into trouble with their R&D and their payroll. And I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that goes forward. Um, so, you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, the last thing you need, it's hard enough in this world to, to own your business and to grow your business. Don't, don't let the IRS be the thorn. Just, you know, talk to me and let's see what can be done to, 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 to let you grow your business. Well, Fred, the, the, the HSN people, that that's what I do. My office is around the corner from Home Shopping Network. I've been selling them product for 30 years. If your guys need any help, send them my way. And if I run into anyone that needs any IRS help, I'll send them your way. How about that? There we go. We're a huge, we're a huge fan of yours. So we, we've been watching since the beginning. So we, we, we've been following you and, and, and I love Seth. And I really appreciate this opportunity to... Thank you, man. Great to meet you today. Good, good right, luck. Thank you. All right. All right. Anyone looking for tax advice, we'll send them to rushtaxresolution.com and make sure you mention that you heard it on the Sharkpreneur podcast. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world. And I want to share with you one of the biggest ways. I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to takethe500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.